Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 25, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the Hi everybody, football month is upon us, Dan. Thank you for joining the ESBC podcast, which the purpose of the podcast is to make money. Every business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. The purpose is very clear to make money, and the outcome has been 14 weeks in a row of profit, 52.5% is break even. We were at 68% college last, last week. So what that, that means is we made a lot of money. We're fortunate, lucky, and good. I just uh, got noticed from Bovada. I am banned from betting the Arkansas. Raise the head back to football because I made so much money. We bet on every game. And if you're the smartest, toughest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And the first person that clued me in on Arkansas this year was the Marine Josh Luna, man. Thank you. Thank you for making me money. Go backs. Razorbacks. <laughs> They were, good. they were good this year against the spread. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Coach Sam Pittman and his uh, great offensive line. All right, great. let's get into it, man. Yeah. What, what games are we going to uh, look into this week? I'm thinking let's start off with those Razorbacks against Alabama, huh? Last game of the season. How they how they look in, in that one. You got to roll yeah. with them, right? Right. Uh, they have that great offensive line to keep things under control. So Alabama's not just going to wreak havoc with that their great offensive uh, defensive line. Uh, Alabama has to keep things in their back pocket for next week against those Florida Gators in the SEC championship game. Yes, Arkansas yeah. has to leave nothing in their back pocket, and the better they do, the better they do in recruiting. So for that and many other reasons, go with your Razorbacks plus thirty-two. Definitely, definitely like that one. Um, you got to trust the Razorbacks in this situation. Sticking to the or staying in the SEC. You mentioned a tough game, Mississippi State Auburn. You know, I know this game is going to be in Mississippi, but tell me why you're feeling Auburn on this one. Right, uh, they lost last week. Uh, got Gus Monzant has a seven million dollar contract. He doesn't want to lose that contract. He wants to blow up Mississippi State. Mike Leach is already crying. He only has 43 scholarship players. Bo Nix understands it's a process. That's what he's saying. So look for Auburn to blow him out. Bet good money on that game. Uh, plus six. Your yeah, Auburn Tigers. They got blown out against Alabama. You know, they're trying to end their season on any great note possible. Right. A game, you know, one of the rivals too. A rival game for them all. LSU, Florida, LSU, the defending champions, traveling to Florida, who's trying to sneak into that playoff. 
Right. How are you feeling about this one? LSU's, I don't know. They have been very shaky all year. And Florida, you know, they might try to pad Trask stats, get them that Heisman. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to do that. And uh, LSU has a very young and very untalented uh, defensive backfield. But uh, salesmen think short-term, businessmen think long-term. Yeah, they're going to pad his stats. Yeah, they're going to get that guy uh, a Heisman Trophy, uh, Trask. But look for uh, what he's been doing the last few weeks. Look for Coach Mullen to leave a few things in his back pocket. Uh, pro teams never get blown out two weeks in a row. And LSU is like a pro team, right? Yeah. Uh, they get all the blue chips. So they're not going to get blown out two weeks in a row anyways. They're definitely not winning the game, but they're covering uh, those 24 points. And, the, and that's 24 points uh, for a reason, right? Yes. Yeah. Florida, you know, they got to get ready for their Alabama matchup. That's a lot more important. So I could definitely see them holding things back. Right. Okay. Well, another rivalry game out in the SEC this week. We got the, a battle in Tennessee. Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Vanderbilt's trying to get anything this season. And Tennessee is trying to end their season with a decent W. Right. Uh, man. It's one of those things that, and, and it's happened a lot this year. Uh, how bad can a team be, right? Yes. You look at the Jets in the NFL. Uh, every NFL team has a built-in four wins. And not every team is going to get the four wins, but they'll cover like four times, right? The Jets uh, covered against the Raiders. So that's the situation with Vanderbilt. Uh, Tennessee has more talent. So talent will win out in this game, right? And yeah. uh, look for the Tennessee to cover 14, get all their frustrations from getting their ass kicked all year long. Yes. Looking for to an inferior. It, I had a little hope for Vanderbilt because they had their whole defense coming back. They had like 11 starters coming off that defense. But, man, they suck, and they've been getting killed <laughs> pretty yeah. much. They've but covered up a couple times. But then they get rid of their coach. Uh, yeah, look, you know, Tennessee has more incentive, right? Yeah, they're a bad football team. Vanderbilt Bill is just playing a simple, bad football team. Tennessee, they not might be any any good, but they're a lot better than Vanderbilt. And, you know, they're, they're 14 and a half points better than Vanderbilt. They're going to show it this weekend. Right. You buy that point just to get it off 14 because 14 is a key number. But, yeah, yeah go ahead and take your – Tennessee Volunteers, uh, minus 14. Okay, go Vols. Go Vols. Sticking to this or staying with the SEC, this is the game of the week for them. Georgia at Missouri. This is a battle for, like, second place in the SEC East, I believe. Georgia, man, disappointing year. I know they want to be in the SEC championship game, but they're going to have to go ahead and take care of Missouri here. How are yeah. you feeling? Yeah, no, they'll win the game, but it's very interesting what happened with uh, JT uh, Daniels. Yeah. Uh, was he ready to play? Were they holding him out on purpose? He by far is the best quarterback there. Uh, again, this is a, almost like LSU. This is a developmental year for Georgia. 
Uh, usually teams go into your cycle, but if you're Alabama, you get blue chips. Even when you're a developmental team, you still win all the games. Uh, Georgia's a little below, even though they recruited better than Alabama. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. At the least. Uh, Missouri's coming off a three-game winning streak. Uh, they, they, Arkansas covered for us. <laughs> But they yes. did Missouri win the game. Uh, look for Missouri to cover those 14 points, man. Plus 14, Missouri. And whatever it is, take the over as JT Daniels is going to slug it out. Even though Kirby Smart hates it. It's a developmental team. Uh, he wants to put it on the defense. But like LSU, his defense is not there yet. They yes. even have a – you know, because it's developmental, they didn't even have a spring practice really – where they could lift weights as much as they uh, probably should have. What do you think? No, I'm thinking. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Give me one second. I was reading up on this one right here. I was checking out the Big Ten games, but no, I'm, I'm thinking Georgia is going to go in and win this game. But I like Missouri to cover this one. It's at Missouri. I think Missouri is a decent team. They're you right. know they're on the come up. They've been winning some games, but but I I, I again Georgia's not that good and. I think Missouri definitely covers this one. 100%. Tough year for them. Tough year for the Bulldogs, especially 13. It's just really high. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about we got the Big Ten right now? We'll, we'll start off with the heavyweights. Rutgers, Maryland. How are you feeling about this one? You know, this is a game I'm not feeling too sure about because I'm not too – I don't watch either of them. They've both been pretty bad, but – Rutgers might want to sneak in a few more wins. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's very interesting. A guy that I followed a long time. Um, I graduated from the University of South Florida. And then when um, I was a tutor for the University of South Florida uh, basketball and football team, once a year, Shiano was there with uh, Rice, the running back. The guy who punched his girlfriend and got kicked out yeah, of the like, NFL. You want to, what year? That was about like 07, yeah. 06. Yeah. That was around that time. And uh, Greg Chiano used to outcoach our guy, which actually is a great coach. He's defensive floor coordinator at Florida Atlantic, uh, Jim Levitt. And look for him to outcoach Laxby, who has two of his brother. And they're throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, Chiano's going to sit back there in the zone. Uh, Tua's brother's going to airmail a couple of them, and Rutgers is going to cover those eight points. No, I agree with the Scarlet Knights. I mean, the Mar Maryland hasn't been covering many of their games, even though it's – although it is in Maryland. Uh, I, I, Rutgers isn't a terrible team. They're good football. They, you know, they play good football. They're pretty disciplined. They'll keep it close. No, and that's the key word you just said, discipline. They're going to be a more disciplined football team than Maryland is. And they're going to take advantage of a couple turnovers and cover the plus eight. Okay. So, you, okay, what about this game we were talking about earlier today? Michigan State at Penn State. Michigan State's not very good. Penn State only got, has one win. How's Penn State going to cover this spread right here at 14 and a half? Yeah, I don't think – I don't know. I think uh, Mel Tucker is 100% complete scumbag. 
what he did at Colorado is unacceptable. It's one of those things that it isn't illegal, but it's unethical. It's just really, really wrong. Mel Tucker's the type of guy you would never do business with because you cannot trust his word. And, you know, it comes down to character and integrity. Now, people confuse uh, integrity and uh, taking a man at his word as something moral, but it's really a business thing. Uh, and then in the end, most of the time it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does work out for people, right? Uh, the world belongs to those who are aggressive and Mel Tucker's an aggressive guy, great recruiter, but Michigan State's not gonna show anything. On the margins, guys like that, teams like that, they don't do well. Uh, Penn State wants to finish on a strong note as their season went awry. Uh, when they lost to Indiana and then things went south. The other picking things up, uh, coach loves to recruit and he knows that uh, games people remember are the games in December, right? For recruiting, yeah. he's gonna be ready to go and blow out scumbag Mel Tucker. Uh, so I'm gonna take Penn State plus those 14. Okay. Uh, minus 14. Go Nittany Lions. Let's go Nittany Lions, okay. Lions. All right. After that one, the Big Ten, Minnesota, Nebraska, row the boat. It's got to be row the boat. It has to be, right? Yeah, it has to be row the boat. Uh, again, kind of the same thing, even though uh, Scott Frost, he's not a bad guy. He just has uh, mental health issues, man. He had a rough childhood. All came out in Orlando. He did a great job with uh, You Can't Finish University. But here in Nebraska, he does not really want to be there. He got to kind of forced to go there in Nebraska. And when I saw them play Purdue, they got a block punt. They got a couple of lucky plays. They haven't really beat anybody this year. Yeah. You know, they haven't looked great. No. With a couple of weeks off, right? They're a developmental team. So weeks off, they get to rest their starters, right? Developmental teams don't have depth. And he's a great strategist, right? He got divorced because his wife said that he was neglecting her and the kids. All he was doing was sitting there, either recruiting or watching film. Yeah, so football guy. Football I'm guy. I'm sure he's going to do even more than that. Uh, he has a new girlfriend, and I remember um, him saying in the article that he he uh, made it clear to his new girlfriend what his ex-wife said <laughs> that, that she's probably not going to see him during football season very much. So you know this man strategized for this game. For that and many other reasons, we're going to take Row Your Boat. I think it's plus eight, right? Yeah. Let me see that again. It's uh, all minus ten and a half right here. Oh, yeah. Take that all day. Let's do it. That's strategic. Ten and a half. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we think Minnesota's going to win. Uh, we're going to cover our ass and take it plus that key number of ten. So take them up on it, man. Go ten and a half, even by another half point, make it 11. Okay. So if Nebraska wins 30 to 20, you still made money. All right. So row your boat. Row your boat. The Minnesota Gophers. Okay, well, now this is going to be the battle for, you know, a little rivalry game right here, one of the few of this weekend. Northwestern, Illinois. This is in Champaign. Northwestern's already been playing Big Ten title game, so. Are going to look ahead or are they going to play this one and want to win? Got it. You're all over it, man. They are going to look ahead. They have to. 
They have to look yeah, at They have to. They're playing Ohio State next. They're not going to give Ohio State any film of what they really do. And then you got Lovey Smith fighting for a $5 million a year job. Uh, he got in there after they lost a few games, changed things around. And Illinois, not only have they started winning, they've been covering for us and making us money. Because remember, we this is some financial concepts to make money watching games. And Lovey Smith, man. When you look at the corporate governance, which is fundamental analysis and finance, have MBA, securities licenses. Uh, he's a man who took Rick Grossman to a Super Bowl. So he knows something about something. So he's going to cover this. And uh, Northwestern isn't that the better coach, better discipline team than uh, Illinois. They really do not have that much talent. The talent disparity between Illinois and Northwestern, uh, the records don't mirror that right yeah. so i don't mind man what's plus 15 maybe i don't mind uh, taking plus 15 when you got a super bowl winning coach as a defensive coordinator for the rams took a team to the super bowl plus 15 against a, a team with equal or less talent they can't show their cards the week before yeah <laughs> that's why you got to take on illinois you got to jump on that one Got to jump on that. Illinois Got to jump on, on the fighting or Illini for sure. Yeah, fighting Illini. Okay. Big Ten, Big another rivalry game. Oh yeah, no, no, this is good. This is good. I mean, this is an exciting matchup right here. We got Wisconsin out of Iowa, and right now Vegas got Wisconsin at minus two, even though this game's in Iowa and Iowa's a ranked team. You know, that's kind of disrespectful, right? Yes, hundred percent. Iowa plays pretty decent in Iowa. It might, it's 2020. It might be not be the rowdiest crowd, but Wisconsin hasn't really looked great. They look great against a bad Michigan team. Right. So you see with your eyes, right? Uh, independently wealthy lawyer told me about the stock market, man, 30 years ago. You see with your eyes. And what the Marine Josh Luna and I see with our eyes when you're looking at uh, the Badgers, man, uh, uh, Indiana beat them up. Pretty good. I mean, physically yeah. at the line of scrimmage. And you're talking about uh, same thing happened with Iowa. They lost a couple games. Uh, coach uh, LaFrance, Hall of Fame coach, looked things over, changed things up, and they haven't lost since. So don't let Vegas take advantage of you. Let's go with your Iowa Hawkeyes plus three. Okay, Iowa. Go Hawkeyes. Go Hawkeyes. All right, switching up to the Pac 12. Arizona, Arizona State gets this game's actually going on in a few hours right here. How are you feeling about this rivalry game? Both teams looking for their first win. Yes, and you have uh, Marvin Lewis as a coordinator for uh, Arizona State. Uh, Arizona, Kevin Sumlin, he's getting $5 million a year to coach the University of Arizona. And he's lost the last 13 games. Man, yeah. So he's got to have to put everything in this game. Everything he's got. Yes. Because in a recession, pandemic, social unrest, $5 million a year, jobs are hard to find. <laughs> yeah. Right? So his next yeah. stop is nearly as much money. Uh, he has an opportunity. So it's really Arizona's basketball school. That if he can win this game, 
he can make a lot of money. Yeah, to give them some momentum for next year too. They gotta beat the rivalry game. Right. It's and a pretty real, intense matchup. Let me ask you this, John, uh the Marine Josh Luna. You know about life, you're a Marine. Is it past Kevin Sumlin to tell her members, hey man, here's a two hundred grand because <laughs> I need to keep this five million dollar drought. I'm not no. saying it's gonna happen, but I'm not gonna say it's impossible, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. ASU Arizona is a fun game. I went to that uh territorial cup game five years ago. I was at it, and so it's it's a fun one. Too bad there's no fa- barely any fans this year. Was it in Tempe or or Tucson? Tempe. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty rowdy. It's fun fun experience, but yeah, too bad there's no fans or there's barely fans. Is it true what they say about those Arizona State coeds? <laughs> oh, it's a good time. Yeah, both of them. No, oh, both of them. Yeah, Arizona yeah. too, right? Yeah, Arizona is a fun party school too. <laughs> nice, nice. No, uh, I'm definitely have to go to uh, Arizona. I forgot uh, the McKinney Center, whatever they call it. Yeah, McHale Center. The McHale Center for uh, a basketball game. Yeah. Yeah, for U of A. U of A. U of A. U of A. Yeah, I know. So I like I like U of A today. Okay. Uh, for the- yeah. Uh, oh, same. Plus, if you can get 11 by the point just to cover yourself, but plus 10 over those 55 points as uh, both teams are going to have to show everything they got since I think it's pretty much the last game of the season for both. And like you said, it's a rivalry game. Kevin Sumlin has a lot of money on the line. Okay. Utah traveling to Colorado, Colorado trying to, you know, stample. I put a staple on this fuck on this five and zero season right here, undefeated season for Colorado, twenty one ranking. How are you feeling about them? Yeah, uh, McIntyre was the guy that coached there. He did a great job recruiting, and Carl Durrell has come in, and he's more of a manager or CEO because they do run it like a corporation. He's not coaching because I was I was like, man, him as a coach. Didn't work out at all at UCLA. So he's not coaching. So they spent extra money to get better coordinators. And uh, Colorado has been lights out. Utah's a new team. Yeah. And Utah, uh, their coaching staff, uh, the athletic director, they felt that COVID-19 was a hoax. And they paid the price. As they had to cancel a lot of games, their whole team got infected. What are the long-term effects of COVID-19, right? Uh, The vascular problem with athletes, your heart, your lungs. Very interesting to see, right? Teams that got the whole team infected, uh, what's what's the results? Now, two teams that I do know of that were like that are LSU and Utah. Between Utah, they only got three wins between them. So that, that'll be interesting in the track. So uh, team, so season for both those teams. Right, right. So uh, Utah did not work out. They got a new team against a hot team, Colorado. I think it's a steal plus one. What do you think? No, I think you got to go. I got. I think you got to go with them. Yeah, at plus. Well, what I'm looking at was at Colorado or minus two and a half, but Utah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that so jump on that Colorado and jump on the over because this is another thing too 
If you live in the past, you die in the past. And these computer and analytics are looking at previous performance. This Utah team has n- is nowhere near last year's Utah team that uh, at one point could have made the playoffs if they won all their games. And they had three defensive linemen go to the NFL. Yeah. So it's a totally different Utah team. Jump on Colorado. Might okay. even be double on, tower, on Colorado. Usually bet a thousand a game. Maybe put two thousand on Colorado. Okay. Bet that over too. Let's bet the over. All right. So Cal at Washington State. How are you feeling about that one? I mean, both those teams are, haven't been good this year at all. I've actually liked Washington State. I like their coach. Uh, yeah. Roller. Uh, they played well. Just they got beat, right? Because it's their first year. First year with that with that system, right? And the only game they've been out of has been that USC game. Yeah. USC just rolled them because USC has so much more talent than what they did. And they were kind of shell-shocked. And then uh, I really liked their quarterback for Washington State, but he looked like a deer in headlights. He looked really freaked out uh, playing against USC. His mind, in a lot of podcasts we have, uh, mental health podcast, Faith Family Football. They're about mental strength. And man, this guy crumbled under the pressure of playing in LA. He's an LA guy. At the Coliseum, he crumbled for Washington State. Uh, Cal is a beat up football team. They put it on their defense. Their offense sucks. Uh, so look for an improved Washington State team to go ahead and cover those three points against Cal. Okay. Tell me how you, how you feel about Stanford and Oregon State, why you got Stanford at Moneyline, even though this game's in Corvallis. Yes. Uh, remember, I'm 80% pack 12, all right? Yes. Uh, man, I love watching pack 12 football. Uh, Pack 12 after night or whatever they call it, late night pack. Pack 12 after dark. Well, uh, yeah, oh, exactly. Pack 12 after dark. Uh, Stanford, again, it's funny because uh, coaches with NFL backgrounds, Lovey Smith, Kurt LaFrance, and now David Shaw, they do an evaluation, right? after a few games and they change everything around and they start winning. Yeah. Uh, sort of like after 12 games, same thing happened at Stanford. There's a totally different team. They held things back to beat up Cal. And that's why I think Cal, another reason Cal traveling up to Pullman will lose is because Stanford's a physical football team. So after they playing them, up. you're going to beat up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Oregon State, I was reading up on Oregon State. That's why the number two rule of betting is do your research. And Oregon State's going to be missing a lot of guys. Oregon State has looked good. They've covered a lot for us. But real intelligence is situational intelligence. If you live in the past, you die in the past. And that's why you do your research. Uh, Coach uh, Jonathan Smith was lamenting all the guys he has hurt on Oregon State. Yes. And Oregon State's developmental team to begin with. So Stanford on the rise and Oregon State hurt. Yes. Uh, you got to go money line Stanford because you cannot trust Stanford with points. 
because David Shaw, he does, he's like Tomlin, right? They have that yeah. philosophy that if you're up by seven, it's really like 20. So they put it on the defense. So there's a lot of backdoor covers for Stanford. So I never, uh, when Stanford has points, I bet him as a dog as we won last week against Cal. But as a favorite, I just go money line. And because Charles like that, he's going to put it on the running game. And Oregon State is missing players. Uh, 62 is way too high. Yeah. So you got to go under that 62. Under the 62? Okay. Let's do this. All right. Shifting down to this to the big game in the area this weekend, UCLA USC. How are you feeling about this battle of LA? How are you seeing? I'm nervous about this game. And the reason I'm nervous about this game is because uh just being superstitious, I've gotten this game right. I can't remember the last time I got it wrong, but for at least the last 10 years, I have not uh gotten this game wrong. And I've been betting more and more each time. You never bet more than 25% of your bankroll. Uh, but this being a COVID year, I'm going to lay back a little bit. USC's, uh, UCLA's defense has looked a lot better. Yeah. This is the best uh, UCLA defense in seven or eight years, right? Yes. Since Slovis uh, threw for 500 yards last year, over 500 on UCLA. So they got they gonna want to prove something this year. Oh, exactly. And then you got that air raid, uh, and it's interesting because the same way, and it's funny because they're friends, all right. The same way Belichick attacked the air raid last week against the Rams, and remember he won the Super Bowl beating up on the air raid. It's the same way Chip Kelly is going to do it. And what Chip Kelly's been playing this year is that zone blitz. You rush eight, you drop. I mean, you 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 rush three, you drop eight. That's how Jimmy Lake beat Mike Leach, who runs the air raid, five years in a row. So it seems like Chip Kelly, right, yeah. uh, has yeah. been practicing against USC the whole year <laughs> with that zone blitz defense. And remember, uh, Blitzburg used to run that a lot. Because uh, you get a defensive lineman like James Harrison, who's a great athlete, and instead of rushing him, uh, you br- you you drop him into coverage, or you do rush him off the edge. You don't know what's happening. The UCLA is doing that, and then what UCLA is doing is they're putting um, they'll take a linebacker who runs like a four three skinny guy, who's really a safety or a cornerback, and they're putting him in the gaps. They're gonna run straight at Slovis. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta get to him. Yeah, but I still think the game's gonna go over. But I like I like UCLA. I mean, let me know the Marine Josh Luna. When was the last time Gomer Helton outcoached another guy? Shit. Trying to think of how many bad coaches he's coached against. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I can't think of one right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that uh, the I mean, they, they beat UCLA last year, but the year before, UCLA had no business being in that game. Yeah. Josh uh, runs for like 300 yards. Yeah, he had an amazing game, yeah, 287. Gomer Helton did not make any adjustments 
No. So Bruins got to do it again. Yeah, so even by that number, make it plus four. And for sure, it's going over. Actually, my first instinct was under 64. So let's do that. Under 64, Chip Kelly's going to run it on USC, Todd Orlando. Keep it under 64, plus four, UCLA. All right. I like that. Eight clap. Go Bruins. Now it's <laughs> another rivalry game. The biggest one, no, Army versus Navy. Navy's got to do it, right? Navy's got to be covering this one at plus seven. Yeah, tell me. Well, you can't bet this game because uh, do not bet your own team. But you can break down the game. You've been watching this game for year after year after year. Let me know your thoughts. Now, every year this game's a grudge match. Uh, smash mouth football. It's very close. It's, you know, the run. Everyone's a run option the whole time. Hardly any throws. Always in winter cold weather. This game's in New York. It's going to be in West Point. I'm going to say Army comes away and gets the W, gets the win. But I think Navy covers at and loses 23 to 17. I think it's going to hit the over at, what was it, 37, 38? Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to hit the over just barely. I 100% agree. I watch this game every year. And uh, I graduated from the University of South Florida. See the alumni in the back. And we're in the same conference as Navy. And uh, we haven't beaten Navy in a long time. They do a great job coaching. They do a great job recruiting and developing talent. Uh, Napana uh, Loto, right? Something like that. Yeah. He beat uh, Army like seven, eight years in a row. They run the same offense. He beat him so much. Uh, Army got the guy who taught Napoleon until the option, Paul Johnson. So they got the same type of coach, Coach Monken. He does a great job. Uh, coach Monken, too, his brother's the offensive coordinator for your New Orleans Saints. There's a lot of football going on here in this game and a lot of great strategy. Uh, one of the reasons that it's a top-notch game every year is because some guy who's a fifth-year senior in Navy or a fifth-year senior at Army has the game of his life, and he plays like an NFL hall pro for just that one game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's always great to see. Uh, it's going to be another great game. It's always uh, – football's gone soft, Right. This game will be probably the hardest hitting game you'll see all year. You're going to see a lot of great hits in this game. You're going to see a lot of physical football. And because that many other reasons, I 100% agree with the Marine Josh Luna. And this game, uh, Army's going to cover the plus seven and a half. It's almost like Vegas again. They're they're begging you to, to bet army so they can win money so i love that plus uh seven and a half uh you're gonna see plays from navy you haven't seen all your long, and there's always a trick play along the way so look for the game like the marine josh luna said to go over but not because these teams didn't have access to the weight room it's because uh offenses have evolved right and these offenses are hard to stop these days as they put it old school option right with new school 
spread con concepts in in the in the one pass play that they'll throw will be wide open. Doesn't yeah. matter. If it Usually. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we were seven close to seventy percent last week, which you can't get that. Actually, sports you pay four hundred dollars a month. Anybody, you can't get that level of percentage. Remember, fifty-two point five percent is break even. I like all these games, man. The more you do something, the better you get at it. And we've been betting these games all year long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have. Yes. We have. We're getting better every year or every week. Every week. Yeah, I've been doing this twelve years. Twelve years of profit. Right, so we are getting better every year. Oh, every, every week. Year. I, I meant every week. I'm sorry about that. No, no, no. But yeah. it's every year. every year too. Actually, every right. Year. About <laughs> That's true. Right? Too. That's true. What are your final words, uh, the Marine Josh Luna? Um, you know, I, I'm just ready to see these exciting games this weekend, and you know, I want to see that UCLA USC game. I That's think good. I'm I'm very you know excited for that one, Battle of LA, and Obviously, you know, Winston Churchill got to end the, the words with that. And, you know. 100% agreement. And what are the Winston Churchill words? And we'll close with that. Oh, um, that's where I need your help right now. <laughs> Make sure you get it that last time. But uh, the reason we say that is because Action Sports charges you $300 for what we give you for free. They charge us 3 uh, every month, right? And other people I saw, oh, I got the fat pick for you on Twitter. Give me $49. We don't do that. We give it to you for free because we believe, number one, we believe in abundance. Number two, we make money betting on the games. So if we make betting, money betting on the games, why do we need your money? <laughs> we don't, right? And, and we're doing this to help people out because freedom is not free. If we don't teach people capitalism and business concepts, we might not have it. We might have a dictator or somebody, you know, and guys like the Marine Josh Luna have worked too hard in the military, right? Uh, blood has been shed for democracy and freedom. That's why we give away the picks and we give it to you at a higher percentage than what you can pay for. And Winston Churchill and World War II got us through the last crisis with the words, you make a living from your labor, the way you provide value, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Betting and Financial Podcast. I'm the best there is.